Welcome back, everybody. It is the holidays. If you're listening right now, that means one thing around here at Vortex, and that's our holiday cartridge talks. I've got Jim to my right as per... Well, not as per usual, Jim. I miss you around here. You're not Sorry, here all Mark. the time. And Ryan Muckenhern across from me. You know him. Muckypedia. <laughs> I never heard that before. Did you make that up? A listener uh, called him the the Wikipedia. Then I on a different podcast. I said I started calling Wiki Ryan or Muckypedia. I don't know. Ryan hates it. Muckypedia is awesome. Ryan, you hate it. I'll probably keep doing it. We're gonna talk today about a cartridge. You guys asked for it. We love it too. Mm-hmm. This is the two o four. Ruger. Yeah. This is our second Ruger cartridge we've done a 10-minute talk on. Yeah, we did the uh, 375 Ruger, right? Correct. So, yeah, now we're going to like a very different side of the spectrum. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, like you said, probably couldn't be more different in right. a lot of ways. Right. Ryan, what's going on with this guy? Well, a couple things right off the bat. I just want to point out, Mark Borman got a deer the other day because he has his beard back. <laughs> True. <laughs> hey, True. Whatever it takes. <laughs> moving moving into the 204 Ruger, a wildcat, actually, that was brought to commercial light, a joint venture between the Ruger Firearms Company and the brilliant ballisticians at Hornady. We start with one 222 Remington Magnum. Now, there's an obscure cartridge that nobody talks about. And then you neck it down to 20 caliber. And you get the 204. 32 grain VMAX at 4,225 feet per second. Staggering. It's wow. fast. It's fast, 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 fast. Okay. I remember when the 204 came on the scene, mm. and it came on the scene hot. I hot, remember where hot. I was standing. Right. And, like, buzz, buzz, buzz. I look at the numbers. I look at this thing. I'm like, number one, why don't I own one, actually? And then, like, maybe not as much anymore? I think it was doomed. Not doomed because it's still prolific. We have a lot yeah. of customers to call it. But, but, like, I think the application. It wouldn't qualify as a lead balloon. No. Careful, Mark. Um <laughs> No, not a lead balloon at all. I I think a lot of people that I was speaking with at the time, and this was just before I got into um, selling guns, had the notion that it was a 500-yard and in coyote round. Mm. Um, and I think what, what happened was it just didn't have the bullet weight attached to it to really make it that. I think it's a great coyote round, but not at the distances that I think a lot of people thought it was. Okay. Um, that being said, if I was going to pick a cartridge for smaller critters like fox or bobcat or prairie dogs, especially farming in general, like mm-hmm. the, the small, you know, rodentia, I think that there's probably not a better cartridge. It is very fun to shoot. It is extraordinarily flat shooting, extraordinarily fast, and it is, well, it's explosive. Not not in the literal sense that it has some sort of explosive charge in it, but its performance is explosive. Well, so that would be in my head. Mm-hmm. So, okay, it seems like it's designed for two things. Like you said, like you shoot this lighter weight bullet. It is like a pelt-saving cartridge. Yep. It's, it's going to go in. It's going to come apart. Yep. Uh, it's not going to exit. Yep. But then also on some of, some of these uh, smaller statured critters, I guess I don't have any personal experience with it. I would almost be worried that it would be explosive. In fact, I think that's and the like desired a, that's the desired effect. Yeah, like it would just come apart and just well, like a lot just of, like a lot of energy transferred into a small animal 
very like, maybe it wouldn't save the pelt. I guess is what I'm saying. For those, like picture a prairie dog. Yeah, for those animals, I don't know many people who skin prairie dogs. I was gonna say. Who okay, saves I was dog just pelts. like for reference. Like if you shot like a small fox or something like that, yeah. picture what happens to a prairie dog when. Mark's shoot. got a real nice prairie dog rug at home. Uh, Took a lot of dogs. Jim, you've slept in that blanket before. Oh <laughs> well, my! Thanks. Goodness. I appreciate the leprosy, Mark. <laughs> yeah, it's super fast, super flat shooting, great varmint cartridge. And I, I, you know, I know a lot of guys that hunt coyotes with them. And they've done really well. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of those guys that I've chatted with, though, have told me the same thing. Like, you kind of draw the line a little bit closer than you thought you might, based on what you read on the back of the box. And, I, you know, follow-up shots may be required. But it is still a brilliant little cartridge. Very fun to shoot. Great accuracy potential. Mm-hmm. You can chamber it in things like the AR-15, which is neat. Remember the first one of those I saw on the scene was from Les Bear. Had a customer, oh, mm-hmm. had a customer order one of those up from me. That was a pretty cool piece of equipment um, shot famously. I mean, yeah. that was a cool gun. Um, he used it for prairie dogs. Oh, he did use it for yep. prairie dogs. That okay. was his. That was his, one of his designated prairie dog cartridges. That guy loved 204s. He had one in like everything. How do they, uh, how does one of them things cycle? Like Good, good. Fine. So yeah, when you look at like a 223 Remington and you look at a 204, like if we were to just toss them on the table, to the untrained eye, they'd look probably about the same, rolling, right. rolling across the, the flat. But the 204, little, slightly longer, slightly, um, and the shoulder is a little bit more forward. Hmm. So coming off of the triple deuce magnum, which is a bigger case, you know, it, it scaled appropriately. Yeah. And what then, it, of course, neck down to 20 caliber. Right. Right. So, and, and I think this is probably exactly what you may have just said, but it's just, we, we talk about these cartridge nomenclatures and how mm-hmm. they come, and it's just interesting. It's almost like there's no rules, but uh, yeah, it says here, uh, to make the 204 Ruger, the 222 Remington Magnum case was neck down to 0.204 inches, mm-hmm. which is actually five millimeters. Mm-hmm. So I guess, it, I'm surprised we didn't call it the five millimeter speedster well, or something. Well, yeah, that's I mean, because we're not in Europe. And and remember how sometimes metrics don't perform right at the same level as standard with, with used, respect used to correct with respect to naming convention. So if we would say two hundred four or we would say five millimeter, which one of those sounds anemic? Five millimeter. Yeah, mm-hmm. but for no good reason because right. it's the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, shoulder move forward and angle increase to thirty degrees. Yeah. And what kind of bullet weights are we looking at in this guy, Ryan? Um, kind of actually a decent little gambit now. We, up to 40 grain. Um, 32 grain was the initial loading. I was a 30, 32 grain VMAX. But they've got lighter weight options too in, in like a non-lead option, um, like a centered metal core, hmm. things like this. So you can go down you know, into the low 20s. What's, uh, yeah, yeah, actually I just found that here in my notes, if they're correct. I trust, I trust Ryan... Muckypedia, more, more than I Wikipedia. trust the actual Wikipedia, uh, which is what I have here. It's saying 22 to 55 grains, which, yeah, that, that's a pretty big, yeah. wide range yep. there. I mean, you look at that, and you're like, that is a varmining cartridge. Yeah, what is, for sure. What is essentially, somebody who's looking at the 204 Ruger, what else are they looking at? What's competing with it? Oh, 223, 22, 250, dare I say 17 Remington, although that cartridge is pretty obscure now. Mm-hmm. Um, What's it got that they don't got, aside from some, you know, panache? Velocity, but you, like we velocity. can we can load a twenty two two fifty to the same velocity, but we're doing it in a bigger case and okay, using right? A more powder and mm-hmm. the ability to be running an AR, which is kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. You can get twenty two two fifty ARs now, but they're not a standard AR. Like this theoretically would be nothing more than a 
possibly magazine change and, and not even magazine change, but like a follower change. Maybe. Yeah. So it has a lot going for it in that. Maybe not a lot. I mean, I've no, if you want it, it's a, it's a feather yeah. in its cap. Yeah. I think it I think it offers a little bit better ballistic performance over the 223 when we're looking at it, you know, with a lightweight bullet and what it's doing. I mean, again, with the 223, we're just removing weight from the projectile, but we're still retaining the diameter. With the 204, we're going to a smaller diameter projectile. We're increasing, right. you know, BC. Not that it really is a big significant talking point at that, but uh, it's, a, it's a neat little cartridge. It's fun. I could never load it to the... The box posted velocity when I was hand loading for it, though. Would you uh, would you gas it up to? Uh just to take over four. Do you like, still have like, that two hundred four? No, no, no. Every time we discuss a small zippy cartridge, I always question my purchase of a seventeen HMR. The very different animal, though. Right. Yeah. Right. So, but, so, it, but I'm not shooting coyotes with it. You know what I mean? I got right. it for like uh, groundhogs. Yeah. yeah, you're doing yard work with it. Yard work. That's your garden gun. Yeah, garden gun. But uh, but I will say. We said this before the podcast. I didn't even realize we were about to talk about the 204 Ruger. There's a couple of cartridges out there right now. Now, I, I don't. Who knows what the holidays will bring? So we're we're recording this a little bit in advance, just just so you're aware. But maybe uh, they'll bring me currently. A, maybe they'll bring me a 204 Ruger. Maybe hint, it will. Hint, uh-huh, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice if Santa got his FFL approved before then? <laughs> um, but ammo can be hard to come by right now. It I can. was just in a uh, large hardware store locally that I'm a little bit upset with due to their reorganization. Won't uh, name them. But uh, I did find the ammo section, and I'm finding it very interesting, the types of ammunition that I am seeing on the shelves, which, you know, for a long time I haven't been seeing any ammo on the shelves. But the ones that you do see are the... I'm not going to name that one because I bought a gun in it because I can find ammo for it, so I'm not going to name one of these. <laughs> Selfish. Yes, Jim, you're always getting on me uh, about you know what, not wa- about you know not what, wanting Mark? to share like my. Oh, you don't share your spots, your hunting spots. Uh, yeah. You won't share the cartridge. No, I. Well, it's my spot. It's my forty cartridge. Smith. <laughs> forty <laughs> Smith and Wesson. That's it my forty that's my Smith cartridge, and Mark. That's, um, that's different. Yes, so, I will. I do. I, I also the... want to point out. I want to point out that Jim was talking about a reorg of this retail store. It's not like it was some like corporate restructuring. They they moved the departments around a little bit. Yeah, in a you'll very nonsensical to, manner, you'll get Mark. Used to it. Who puts kitchen things next to the horse feed? They probably put their signs behind. Oh, it. Oh, good. I got my Tupperware and I got a hundred pound sack of horse feed. Great. Okay. Thanks. Let's take, I always wish those were right next to each other. Let's get back to the cartridge. 204 Ruger. 204 Ruger was present, all right? And I couldn't help but notice because I thought, oh, look at that, 204 Ruger. I also noticed a number of the straight wall cartridges mm-hmm. always being available down there. So, uh, Which we have the straight wall crossfire rifle scope to complement that. We do, we do. And especially around these parts, there's no reason why you wouldn't necessarily shoot one. We had some people in at the Hunter site in prior to gun deer season here. Do you remember there was a gentleman who showed up who was shooting 7mm Remington Magnum, I believe, or 7mm 08. I can't remember which one. But he only had four cartridges. He had for, like, the season, because he couldn't find any anywhere. And uh, I Hopefully he's listening. Well, and, and it only took two to get him confirmed. Okay. So due to some, uh, we had him dry fire a while, make sure he was he was good. Then we like bore sighted and we did all this stuff. We got we got two shots. He ended up literally center punching the bullseye. We're like, all right, now you got two to hunt with. Bucking a doe. Yep. <laughs> but you know, think to myself, you know, hey, around these parts. Anyway, I'm getting off the topic of the 204 Ruger. Sorry, but uh, straight walls could be a, a great 
a great alternative choice. But back to the 204 Ruger, it's something that you can find. How about that? It is. One, <laughs> I think a detractor for it when we're comparing it to things like the 223 or the 22250. 204 is a diameter small enough that in the states that allow you to use small diameter cartridges for big game hunting, the 204 will not make the cut. And so if you're between a rock and a hard place and you have a varmint cartridge that you could use for a deer cartridge, 223 Remington will will make that cut. Mm-hmm. 204 will not. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, after I went on that whole tirade, I wasn't implying the 204 would be good for whitetail. I was implying the straight walls that were on the shelf. Right. 204. Right. Uh, right. Things that it does do fabulously is shoot varmints, coyotes, things like this. Great target rounds. Very accurate. Mm-hmm. All the rifles I've ever shot in it are, have been stellar. Um, things it will not do will not be able to take a whitetail deer, at least here in Wisconsin or Minnesota. Right. right from a, lot, a lot of the other states that allow 22 center fires to do that. I know a couple guys who've shot hogs with them. Oh, interesting. Yep. 204s? Yep, right behind the ear. Oh, oh sure. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good job. Interesting. Fun little round. I like it. Fat, fast, flat, light recoiling. Almost nothing. The 204. Yep. Wow. Do we close it? I'd say so. Let us know your thoughts. Does anybody, anybody out there listening have a 204? One, congrats, because you can probably find ammo for it, uh, at least at the local hardware store around here. Uh, two... What do you use it for? Yeah. Let us know. Comment below. All right. Bye, guys. See you. Bye.